Do you want to do the intro? Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's fine, I'll just leave to put you on the spot. You threw me in the deep end. <laughs> Hello and Happy New Year. Welcome back to the Popcorn for Dinner podcast. And don't worry, don't worry, we're still firmly on our break. But you know what? We can take a break from our break when something cool happens. Uh, we got the opportunity to send our friend and our token master-in-chief over to this year's RuPaul's DragCon UK. And we thought you guys might be interested in hearing about her experience. So even if you're not, she might just want to talk about it. So... Joining me, still reeling from her defeat at the hands of Dracon UK, it's Priscilla. Priscilla, how are you doing? Happy New Year. A happy New Year. Um, I feel, you know what, I'm not going to lie, that, that Dracon defeated me. <laughs> it defeated me. I thought I was a strong warrior and I realised, yeah, like, no. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to all of that in a second. Um, But quickly... Well, there's no admin because, like I said, we're still on our break. But we are working very hard to bring you some cool stuff when we come back. But yeah, just a huge shout out to World of Wonder, the event organizers. Um, have to shout out Jason, Ruby, Mike, Ellen, and Katie over at Premier Comms who started our tickets and all that and invite and all that and all the annoying admin stuff. So thank you guys for, I mean, reaching out to us and for um, sorting out the tickets and all that. Um, so we should say before like we go any further, we're talking obviously about RuPaul's Dragon UK that took place at Excel London, 6th to 8th of January. And but if you're interested in the LA one, I think those tickets are on sale now, so you can obviously buy those tickets. Um, yeah, so Priscilla, like we just mentioned, Priscilla was meant to go for two days, Saturday and Sunday. And also like after event parties or whatever they had, I don't know. And then I messaged Priscilla on Saturday at like maybe eight. I was like, oh, are you at the party? She was like, nope, I'm home. She was done. I messaged her on Sunday. I was like, did you go? She was like, no, it just, it destroyed her. Like, I was like, oh, so you're not. So basically, Priscilla, I'm not saying this, but I think the streets are saying that you're washed. That's what the streets are saying. I'm washed. I'm washed. You know what? <laughs> it says that, that I was turning 25 in March and it said, you know what, old lady, you need to hang it up. Because oh, these people... No. It's, wow so this is what this is what like showed you who you are oh, yeah. like, it showed me it showed me who i was three years ago i would have stayed until they were packing up me and the security would have been best friends me now oh it's funny because i remember i was like oh i should have got three days for you instead of two i was like oh i should go you friday Saturday, and sunday but then you couldn't even do it <laughs> It's hilarious to me. When you were like, your back hurt, your, your feet were hurting, I was just dying of laughter. Um, okay, where do you want to start? Talk about your experience. Let us know what, what happened. Okay. Let me explain. I don't know if, if for those who are not in London, right, the Excel Centre has the Jurassic World experience. Definitely go. This is no, they ain't paying me to do this. But definitely yeah. go if you're into the whole dinosaur gig. But it was so funny seeing the stark difference of the two different people going to Excel. <laughs> You had people in fishnets, bras, tight corsets, dresses. Going to Jurassic World. Go to Jurassic World. <laughs> and normal civilians go to check on. Because <laughs> And I thought, wow. And then I'll be seeing these drag queens in incredible outfits. 
Mm-hmm. And then there'll be like a five-year-old son with his dad in a dinosaur top. <laughs> what an experience for that five-year-old son. It's like, dad, what's, I know. What, what's, what's going what's on that? next door? It's, like... it's just seeing people like, on the Elizabeth flight and just watching these like, <laughs> like very poor fans and like drag so, queens. Well, I guess, so this is, look, guys, I'm going to be very, very like, um, I don't know what is naive or uneducated in this podcast. So, but like, it's not... It's not like when people come in dressed up as drag drag queens to the like oh obviously apart from the actual drag queens like we're normal attendants like coming up dressed as drag coming up dressed in drag yeah ooh I'm trying to wait do it I think they were dressed up as their favorite drag queens so okay. I saw some people like so, you could tell that their makeup looks were from certain drag queens um, but I didn't see anyone who isn't a drag queen dress up as a drag queen okay. if that makes any sense uh, okay yeah that makes sense that makes sense so like people are people are I said, uh, this is i don't know if this is insensitive or not but like people are coming up dressed in like you said like looking like their favorite drag queens so like their favorite drag queens maybe makeup or costume or stuff like, or things like that so yeah maybe not as far as cosplay but like in kind of like as an homage to them okay that makes sense so there aren't just like people just dressed in drag on like the elizabeth line like you did have that. You had because I think like um, the the RuPaul fandom is very interesting because that's what the drag con really showed me. Because I always thought mm. I knew the audience, and I thought, but then I knew I knew the audience. You get people mm. like myself who um, who love the show and stuff, but obviously I don't do drag. Um, mm-hmm. But I find it fascinating. I really respect the world of drag and these incredible people and their arts and stuff. So you get that. You get a lot of kids there um, who are into it. You get a lot of people in the LGBTQI plus community, obviously, who love mm-hmm. RuPaul's Drag Race. Then you mm-hmm. get actual drag artists who obviously aren't, you know, famous and stuff, but who obviously do drag. And then you've got girlfriends dragging their boyfriends. <laughs> into drag con so it was really interesting actually it was a really good mix um of could people you tell in the there. could you tell the boyfriend that had been drunk oh yeah yeah yeah. Like... yeah 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 <laughs> i yeah one guy was checking bbc sport because <laughs> the fa cup was on and i nudged him i was like spurs are winning don't worry i've got the notifications <laughs> on because he kept checking, checking Spurs and Portsmouth. I think they were playing. Um, and I, I nudged him and I was funny. like, I've got the notifications on, darling. Don't worry. <laughs> I, I mean, like, what, what was that Spurs game? 1-0? One 1-0. Nil? Like, he, 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 he went missing he much. Miss <laughs> yeah. Um, this is this is completely not even this, in the same sphere, but it reminds me of, um, I think it was, was the Euros. So when England played Scotland. Was it Scotland? I was in their group. Oh Wales, yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 not not the World Cup, the Euros. Oh yeah. Oh, was it Scotland? I think it was, it was was a home nation. I think it was Scotland. That was in their group. I can't remember. Anyway, so a home nation was in their was in their group. And obviously I'm a certified England hater. I'm sorry if, if you if you, you just find this on the podcast. But I forgot that they were playing. So I was going with um a friend of mine to watch In the Heights. And then we're going, we're, we're going into, into Shepherd's Bush, into the cinema. And I'm just like, where are there, there are no guys. And then I remember that England was playing. <laughs> so 
when we enter, when we enter India, because we're going to watch India Heights. Like it's not, I don't think the demographic was going to be mainly men. So we go into India Heights and it's just like, it's just a sea of women. And like, I was like, oh yeah, England is playing. So like, even if there were two men that were going to come then like, it was just, I think I was the only man in the cinema watching <laughs> in the Heights when everybody else in the UK was watching England, Scotland. Um, yeah. Speaking of RuPaul, I remember you messaged me and said that he was giving, delivering an incredible DJ set. It was one of the most... So, to set the scene, so he comes out, shiny bald head, looking wow. exactly... Rude. No, as in, he look, he looks amazing in person. Because yeah. you're only know, watching on TV, I'm like, oh, you look good, but in person, he looks exactly the same. I was very shocked. Is he tall? Yes. He's yeah, very like he's tall. tall. He's, like he's tall. really, yeah. really tall. He's very, very nice as well, really friendly as well. And he came out, and he was on the main stage, and he did this really good DJ set and everyone could come on stage and dance. He would play his favourite tracks and everyone could come on dance. Um, obviously, no photos allowed on stage because he wanted people to just be completely free. And if people waved mm -hmm. to him, he'd wave back. And there was this, the one I remember, there's two people I remember. There was this one guy who was voguing to lose my breath. And I've never, okay. and it was as if my whole life was waiting for this one moment. <laughs> Nothing in this life that I ever do will match the happiness I felt. Wow! <laughs> watching that man vogue to lose my breath, he that like, honestly, oh, it was it was really good, and I think it was quite nice. Like there was a load of kids there. There was like fourteen year old mm -hmm. like drag um stars there, artists there, like drag queens there, who were like death dropping and dancing, and it was and it was like there was guys on there who you wouldn't think were darts and they were just letting free. And I think it was quite nice because I think Rue basically was saying it himself um, before the um, DJ set started that they wanted to create a safe space for everyone to feel free to just dance. Mm -hmm. And the crowd was really engaging. There was this like really nice, like old two older black ladies who were proper like gassing everyone up on stage. What's older? Like how old are we? Um, like early 40s. Okay. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. mum, like sort of mum's age, and mm -hmm. they were like gassing every single person that went on stage, and you could tell like all these kids were like feeling like, oh my gosh, yeah, like you know, I'm in diversity, yeah, I can dance, dance. What is what's the story about thirteen year old girl? So there was a thirteen year old um kid um that they did like these. So before Rue came on stage, they did these lipstick assassin stuff so um okay. people would come drag queens will come out and they would lip sync to a song and then the audits will clap is that and a vote. segment on rupaul's drag race yes so in rupaul's okay. drag I, I, I think i've watched like two episodes in my lifetime so at least I, I remember that yeah so rupaul's drag race if you've never seen it please do watch it particularly season five for my favorite drag queen jinx monsoon uh, i mean if you've but, never seen an episode and you're listening to this podcast episode oh, thank you like, that's just like i I really love your support. That's, that's, that's incredible <laughs> because if you're someone, because like, I feel like the viewership for this episode is like, has to be full on RuPaul fans. But if you're someone who's like, you know what, I'm just going to listen to Popcorn for Dinner. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Um, sorry, please continue. Yeah, it's fine. Um, so in the, so when someone's going to get voted to go home or voted to be the winner of the mm. episode, so or whatever challenge they have or the losers or the two losers of any challenge they have, they do a lip sync for your life. So they lip sync to a song mm -hmm. and then whoever wins will win the be the winner of the challenge or they obviously the one who wins stays stays in and the one who loses goes home. 
So they did basically did that and the audience got to clap to see who they wanted. They have five people that would come out and do it. And one of them, like we didn't know that we just knew their names and that's it in the common stage. This one person came out. I think it was, was it to Jerry Hallowell? No, it was the Spice Girls, I think. And they were like insane. They were back flipping. They were front flipping. They were hitting boom cats. They were hitting one, two, three, four. Like it was, ins- I was just, uh, my mouth was hanging were, wide open. And yeah, they asked them how old they were. And they said they were eight, they were 13. I thought, what? Wow. And I think, yeah, they draw, it was so, because I think me and the person next, standing next, were like, oh, that's actually amazing that, mm-hmm. you know, 20 years ago, that probably wouldn't be as prominent as what it is now. And now you've got 13-year-old kids feeling comfortable enough to dance yeah. in front I mean, of what? 20 years is a 10? Yeah, like... like- 10, 12 years. I don't even think you need to go as far back as 20 years. Yeah, even like, yeah, even like 10, 12 years ago. I mean, even now we're still, obviously we're not in the Kumbaya land yet where everyone's, you know, <laughs> appreciative mm-hmm. of everyone's experiences and stuff and not being homophobic and any, add any phobic to this. Um, but it was quite nice to see like there was a safe space for these kids to feel like I can be my true self. And it was like, oh, this is so touching. It felt like you wanted to tear up a little bit because that he was the person, the kid was so was, happy. I was going to ask if you cried. Did you no, cry I wanted. To, I actually wanted to cry because the kid was so. I think she. I think they almost won, and you could see their little face, like when everyone was applauding. Yeah. I thought, oh, this is so sweet that they feel like that comfortable and they they can feel like yeah. they're being themselves, which is sort of the aim of drag race in itself as much as it's an entertainment show you kind of want to promote this thing to make other people feel comfortable to be able to if they're kids who are into drag because i mean Mm. i don't know 10 years ago i knew what drag queens were because obviously i have parents who are into like drag and stuff but who like watch drag queens and go to shows and stuff but i mean the average 10 year old 10 years ago didn't know you take wait first of all why didn't you take one of them to the show with you? To the oh, they were what? Oh, I was going to take my stepmom, but she was working. Oh. I was like, this, this ain't it. Because she would oh, she would have been gagging at some of these dancing. Yeah, like someone someone did a... I would have tried to angle for more tickets. Honestly, someone did a routine to break my soul. And I thought, not Beyonce. <laughs> no, but the general feeling in there was so like heartwarming. And like, mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting that feeling of, you know, it being because I knew it was going to be a safe space, but to feel like that happy and elated for other people to express themselves the way they did on stage, yeah. and they were impressive. Like I, I wasn't front flipping like that at thirteen. Like absolutely not. You wouldn't be able to get me on stage to do anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to to do that, they only were only been practicing drag for like three four months. Oh wow! Oh wow! Yeah, and then they were doing that on stage, which was insane. So I don't know what they're going to be like in two years or three years from now like but what i saw was yeah. insane um but that's really but that's really nice i mean it sounds like what the comics community should be but let, let's not get into that right now oh um, it, oh it's you're right not, you're right let me let me not bring down the people yeah anyways uh but no that <laughs> sounds really cool and obviously um it's just nice that like those kids could obviously feel that comfortable and that's accepted yeah, I don't know. That's like you just describing that has made me a bit, I don't know, emotional about it. That's really cool. Um, explain the Teletubbies, Priscilla. What was that about? 
I, have to, I was like, what, what is this? What are, what are these? <laughs> going on? So I walked in. So when I walked into the convention, mm-hmm. there was like a wig place, standard, a makeup place, Anastasia Beverly yeah. Hills, that you could meet Michelle Visage. You could meet all these drag queens. Fine. To the left, there was a Teddy Tubby stand. And I was watching and I was like, huh. I said, okay, there was a T-shirt, there were bags and stuff. And I was like, I mean, maybe I'm quite partial to the Teletubbies. Maybe I want a T-shirt. And then I, I thought, that's quite nice. I didn't think anything else of it. So we got on the main stage and then the, so they had like these hosts, these two guys, and they kept saying, yeah. we've got a surprise, we've got a surprise, we've got a surprise. So I'm like, what drag queen is it going to be? What one is it going to be? And they said it for like 30, 40 minutes to an hour. Just a damn surprise. Like I was trying to think, which British, what like UK drag port, um, drag race winner is going to be? Is it going to be, or is it going to be like River, mm. Medway, River Medway, or is it going to be like, I don't know, I was trying to list all the drag race winners in my head who is going to come on stage. No word of a lie. They open the curtains. I'm seeing Dipsy come out. <laughs> and I stood there for five minutes and I burst out laughing. And there was a security guard next to me. And he could he looked at me laughing and I could tell he was trying hard not to laugh at me laughing. He was trying to do his job. And I'll bust, I think, for a good two minutes. I don't know what I couldn't even see because I was crying of laughter. Then I looked back up. What was the reaction? Were people like wooing and cheering? Like what happened? People so it, it felt like I was in it felt like I was an episode of Black Mirror. So you had <laughs> loads of people cheering and stuff. Me and like this, to me, I don't know how, I became, I was chit-chatting to everyone around me, right? So we all became mm-hmm. sort of friends and we just burst out laughing and I kept crying. I actually kept crying and the, the guy next to me had to be like, are you all right? I'm like, are you seeing what is I'm there, seeing? Is there a connection? Because I got, so basically I've received like a post recap email or whatever. And then they mentioned, oh, the title is, I'm, I was just looking for it, but I can't find it. But like the way they described it was as if there's like, a connection that you're meant to understand between Teletubbies and drag. And I was like, what? what, what you know what I forgot what it was. I remember because someone told me when I was there and I forgot what oh, it that, was. There, that there is a connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone told me I was there because I remember, I remembered, because I remember that story. I thought, why am I confused? I thought, oh yeah, I remembered. And then someone triggered my memory again when we saw them and oh, now okay. I can't remember. But yeah, okay. there is there is a so huge connection. There is a huge connection. Okay, fair. So it's not that random. It's not that random, but if you told me that 10 foot, they're 10 foot, but they're huge. Were they that big? They're, they're huge. They were on a big stage and it, like, it was like staring up at the Empire State. I, I couldn't believe what I was watching. I wonder like, how much they got paid. The guys were I want to know how much they got paid because that Tinky Winky one looked very uncomfortable. Like they were was dancing. It all of them? Yeah. yeah, all of them. They were dancing to like Rick James and stuff. And I'm like, I can't believe this is what's happening. <laughs> and I kept thinking to myself, if I post this on my story with no context, no one's going to have any idea of what, because everyone kept replying to my story like, what the hell is that? Like, why are you, why are Teletubbies in front of you right now? So random. So random. It Wait, was hilarious. Tinker Winky, Dipsy, La La, La, La Poe. Po. No, nah, it's just the four. They're huge. Even Poe was big. I was like, wow, even the small one. <laughs> but I was, I, do you know what the worst thing is? They kept coming towards the front of the stage. I'm like, you need to back off because if you fall on me. <laughs> oh, that's it. Oh, that seems like it. Oh, you have to pay me like, what, 
20 pounds an hour i'm trying to think of was it really no you gotta pay me five grand for me to, to, to do that yeah well like i mean like really like so obviously the person that's getting paid is it can't be minimum wage 15 I, an hour uh, no they've no, got to be 30 30 40 yeah but there was a girl was in so I, I did send you a picture there was a girl there in um an inflatable unicorn outfit that says was it queer queer as well queer as welcome Queer's yeah, love. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. yeah. And she was it there were More 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 queer joy. Yeah, more queer joy, that was it. And they were in that costume the whole time. They danced on stage in that costume. I was impressed. Jeez. I was like, Are you not hot? But then she had they had like a little vent thing on the side of their costume. Oh. So I'm like, because I can't figure how the heck are you breathing in that? I kept watching them the whole time when I saw them walking around because they come through the crowd in a massive unicorn outfit. I was like, how are you breathing in that until I saw on the stage it had a vent? And I was like, oh, that makes sense now. <laughs> yeah, but still, though. And that's like their, wait, that's like their, they were not like working the convention. That's their costume. That was their costume. They weren't working. Like they chose, they chose, they chose to, to dress in that. You know what? For their hard work, I think we'll make that the, the episode poster because what? Oh yeah. So for anyone who's listening to this and is a big um, RuPaul's Drag Race fan, was there any like drag queen that you saw that you were, you're like, oh, you're actually here? Like you're you apart from RuPaul, obviously. Like you're like, I can't believe you're actually here. Raven, I, Raven came on stage right to announce a winner of a competition, and I almost screamed. Also, like, it's like she like. Very popular. Oh, yes. Yes, she's very popular. I almost screamed in pure excitement. Because I wasn't expected to see her. Because she's right. If she can see my face. Like, my face. Like, I'm breathing the same air. We're breathing the same oxygen. We're in the same time zone today. I thought their, their makeup was insane. I just kept staring at their eyeliner the entire time. They were on stage. Um, but yeah, oh, a American. lot of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had quite a few. Um, a lot of the British ones were there. Uh, so Bag of Chips was there. Hilarious. Very, very funny. That's the name of a drag queen yes. in the UK. Bag of <laughs> Chips. <laughs> and they're hilarious. Is there one called Pies, Pies and Mash? What's yeah. going on here? Is uh, there? Vanny... Oh, no. <laughs> no, I don't think so. But they should be. I'm going to name. I'm going to. That's. You know what? There should be a new house of drag queens and someone should call themselves Pie and Mash. That's a great drag name. Oh, well no. done. Oh. That's a good one. Thank you. Thank bangers you. and mash should be the next one. Bangers and mash. Um, a pack was... of chips. I'm dead. Two pints of a lager and a packet of crisps like the TV show. That could be <laughs> the name of a track queen from the UK. But uh, who else was there? Uh, River Medway was there. Uh, I'm trying to think. Vanity Milan was there. Um, quite a lot of the UK drag queens. If you watched UK's mm. Drag Race, a lot of them, nearly every single one of them was there. Um, Blue Hydrangea, a lot of them were there. Um, and they were really nice. Bag of Chips was very, very UK nice. Drag, UK Drag Race has been on for, what, like four years? Oh, that's a good question. A couple of like years. I it was 2019. Yeah, I feel like, I don't, I, for some reason, I don't remember watching it pre-COVID, though. No, I know it launched pre-COVID. But yeah. I feel like it was just before... Just yeah, before. So October 2019. Yeah. Because yeah. it would... It, it so just just, before, just COVID. before COVID ended, yeah. So yeah. it's been out for a while and yeah, the more popular UK dragons were there. Michelle Vistage was there. She's really nice. Um, Even I know that name. I don't know why I know that name. Oh, she's very popular. 
very very popular. She's British or American? American. She's um, one of the judges on Drag Race. Rue's best friend mm, and a Madonna lover. And she loves Madonna. Fair. But um, I feel like that isn't that shouldn't that be isn't that like a circle? Like drag queen, Madonna lover. Like is there? Yeah, but there's some there's some people who like to be controversial, not like Madonna. Madonna's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Music wise, we speak less about her as a person. Wait, is she weird as a person? She's very weird. She's very weird. Oh. So I, I, weird. I know. I meant problematic because yeah. Um. Yeah. There's a bit. Yeah, she's done some dodgy things in the past, but she gave me Lolila Benita. Yeah, she gave me Lolila Benita. She could she could do what she wants. Good to know. So obviously, you only went for half of the days you were allotted, because like, as we've discussed, you are washed. But like, would you would you do this again? It sounds like you would. It sounds like you've. Oh, really do you know what? It. I definitely. What I wish I I think I would have done. I was actually, you know, it was on the Monday morning. I really regretted not going to the Sunday one. I really regretted it. Aren't you working on Monday? I know, but I would have still would have gone. I really regretted. I should have. I woke up Monday morning. I went to work. I was like, I should have gone on Sunday. I should have gone on Sunday. But no, it's you know, it's an amazing experience. I'll tell mm. anyone if you're into drag race, if you're into drag in itself, if you want to know more about drag, um, if you've got a friend who's into drag, tag along with them. It was really good. Like, um, it's quite a family friendly event. I saw a lot of kids there. Um, it's not mm. like um, like an eighteen plus thing. If you've got like a younger sibling who you think would be into it, defo go because um, I think it's got something for everyone there you know if you're into makeup you'll probably like it if you're into like fashion you probably like it if you're into music and arts you probably like it if you're into drama and mess you'd probably like it um, like it's got something there for everyone and I think it was I was pleasantly surprised with the audience because I was expecting like the typical drag race audience like um, mm-hmm. a lot of like the standard people who watch drag race but I saw all sorts of people from Who are all... the standard people that watch Drag Race? I don't know. Like, from what I... From, from social media, being Twitter, Instagram, Reddit and stuff, it's a very women... Um, Fair. LGBTQI. Like, LGBTQI plus dominated mm-hmm. show. That's And I saw mm-hmm. a lot of people tagging along who don't fit that mould. Even when I was talking, I was chatting mm-hmm. to some people... And we were talking and they were like standard, you know, your average Joes, but they were just into drag race, which was quite fascinating for me personally. I didn't think um, that was a thing. Um, so, yeah, I think it's really That's interesting. Cool. So, yeah, I'll, I'll suggest anyone to go. It's quite funny. Like, it's worth it's worth your money to go because it's, it's absolutely hilarious. Like, the three hours I was watching people dance to songs of Rue selected on stage was that highly the most entertaining thing I've watched in months. But his set was for three hours? It was, like, nearly three hours. Jeez. And he was just perform- playing songs and you never got bored because people would come out and do the craziest moves. So, like, mm. I saw people dance to, like... Uh, like what's the best one? Lose my breath was a good one. People were dancing to like Shackles by Mary Mary. How does that go? To the shackles of my feet, so I... oh, okay. yeah, yeah, that one. Jeez. And I was yeah. watching people. How can I know that song but not know, know what it's called? <laughs> I was like Mary Mary, 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 Mary. I, I know their biggest song. What is it? And I was like, oh okay. Yeah, I was um, watching people. You know, crit walking to gospel. I thought, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so I wow, look at us praising God. So. Oh, Snoop would be proud. That's be very hilarious. proud. That was hilarious. Uh, but I, I mean, yeah, it definitely sounds really cool. I'm 
sounds like he had a great time, so that's good. Um, I like the fact that because I genuinely thought I not I didn't think it was an eighteen plus event, but I definitely thought it was like meant for older people. If that makes sense, I like the way you described it. Obviously, it's very very welcoming to younger people, and it's a safe space for everyone. And yeah, I'm glad that people that maybe would not feel comfortable saying that they're drag fans online feel comfortable to go to actually go to the event i even forgot the best bit someone got engaged oh yeah you said you you told me this yeah someone got proposed to i wish you said no i wish i wish when he proposed i said no that would have been an incredible story oh that would Um, be so horrible okay said the scene describe it so they come out rue plays the song rue's playing the song they come out on stage and i'm like sorry so like rue knows about this no it's just it's true it's true he's set when he's just playing songs so rue's playing the song everyone's like and then they're dancing, he spins her around. All of a sudden you see them kneel down on one knee with a ring. And the person, the the other half was so like was literally like crying, like they weren't not expecting it. And then I'm watching it and I'm like, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. This is a dumb time to cry. And I was like, please say yes. <laughs> if you want to, obviously in consent, if you're happy with that person. But in my head <laughs> I'm like, want to. if you want to. And then he said yes, and everyone started like cheering. Like Rue was about to cry; they were that happy, and everyone was Did very shocked. I teared up a little bit. I can't lie, and I hate public that proposals. Was you. Wow. I hate public proposals. That's this is the thing, right? The one thing everyone that most people know about me, I hate public proposals. They give me the ick. Mm-hmm. It makes me itch. Mm-hmm. But that one was mm-hmm. so. I, I could tell that they they know their partner well because it's something that yeah. they'd want to sh- it was so cute they kept staring at the ring mm-hmm. the whole time I was like oh that's so sweet look at that I thought love oh love must be nice I thought wow Jesus <laughs> love must be nice love must be nice um, but I, I mean okay I was like joked that she should have said no but like that, that sounds very cute and... you just wanted them to say no for the mess oh yeah it's the drama can you imagine? Can you imagine the rest of the, the day? Like, everyone that sees them is like, Ooh, those are the, that's the couple. They always like, that's the couple that's... that's like, no, oh, but the oh. thing is, like, I'm really bad in situations like that because I would have burst out laughing. If she said no. Because I'm not. Like, the, like after the awkward time, I would have started laughing. I'm te- <laughs> like, people know not to do that stuff around because I'll start laughing just because of how awkward it is. Not because it's funny. It's just like, wow, this is awkward. And, yeah. the, and you could tell Think they about the drama, like, Ooh, like drag. What do you tell? What do you tell your family when you get back home? What do you tell your friends? Like uh, everyone that knows, you've already set up this whole like congratulations surprise when you get back home, and you go back like, like no. She Imagine everyone like, goes surprised and they're like, she said no. You're trying to like message them on the way back, but like you're underground, so there's no service. The drama would have been incredible. Come on, <laughs> but yeah, I guess it's, I'm happy that she said yes and love and blah blah whatever. That's fine. Do you have anything you want to mention about this, about DragCon that you enjoyed? Um, trying to think. It made me appreciate it as an art more. Okay. Because the work these, the, I think the work, like seeing like these drag queens from like towns like Grimsby and Middlesbrough and places in Essex and Wales and, you know, all across England. And they're like, they're, obviously there's a Cosy Livy crisis going on here. Jeez, I can't believe you just said that on this podcast. Oh my god! <laughs> and then, uh, anyone has done Twitter is like, "Does it what? Does what? What did you, what did you just say?" 
Uh, anyway, continue. Oh, so, due, oh, yeah, due to the cozy lips, um, I think to see those people like really like take the time and the effort to mm. create their outfits, the makeup looks, the wigs, and everything, and to study and to practice the, the routines, the lip sync, and everything. It was just really awe-inspiring mm-hmm. in a weird way. Like it's a weird form of motivation because I'm like, oh wow, like these people are amazing. Because I think sometimes you watch Drag Race and it's an entertaining show, of course. I love it. I think it's so funny. And, you know, it's amazing seeing these people go from, you know, week one to like week 10 and how much they improve, how much they open up as people and how much you connect with them. But sometimes you forget how much of an insane art this is. Mm-hmm. And I think going to DragCon, I'm like, no, this is an insane art and the dedication yeah. and the time it takes to really really nail it like even a 13 year old 16 year olds 18 19 year olds who've only been doing it for two years and they're that polished just because of all the time and effort they put in um but yeah it was it was really yeah it was really interesting in seeing all that i guess it's like difference between like watching football or any sport like on tv versus watching it like live you're like oh wait it's not just like some polished thing that you like you can actually just see the real the art and obviously seeing someone do something to such a high level is obviously always going to be inspiring that's cool this is i don't know why this has been in my head all through this podcast but um i'm gonna be presumptive and just be like if you like drag go watch matilda if you haven't yet because i just feel like i don't know why this is no matilda has just been in my head yes. i was like i think you i think you enjoy it no yes if you're into your boom cats if you're into theater if you're into just drama, right, please, yeah. If you have a two hours spare of your time to sit and watch that masterpiece, them kids were put to work. Yeah, I think it was, I think it was when you mentioned the 13-year-old. I was like, oh, I started thinking about the kids from Matilda. They were dancing to their hearts. Some of those drag queens need to be put... I need to see them on, on stage. Actually, you put them on a nice thing there. A lot of those drag queens I've seen on stage. I'm like, you've got a career in theatre mm-hmm. that we need to pivot mm-hmm. into. Yeah, that makes that 13 year old probably. I could never see the last time I saw someone move like that was George Sampson on Britain's Got Talent. That's a very, very yeah, niche reference. That reference just flew over my head. But That's a very niche fine. reference for those who get it, who's picking yeah. up what I'm putting down. Like, <laughs> like it was. I've never seen a kid flip like that. Um, that's cool. But yeah, go watch Matilda. Um, but yeah, no, I think we just wanted to just do a quick episode so you could like gush about RuPaul and anyone who maybe didn't know about it or know about it but couldn't go. I wanted to hear point of view. Yeah, that's Priscilla's take on how one, how one day of Dracon, one day. It's very tiring. Let's not forget that Priscilla is washed. <laughs> it's very tiring walking around, uh, standing okay. for hours, hours. Just complaining about, just complaining about her feet. <laughs> probably went to post. I'm like, oh my back. Like, she probably, I'm sure when you went, when you, when you got back home and you went lay on your bed, you're like, ah, oh, on your bed. Honestly, that choice. I wore the wrong trainers. <laughs> sure. That's the issue. Okay. Let's. Okay. I wore let's the wrong trainers. That. Sure. We're Fine. gonna blame that. I wore the wrong trainers. If I wore okay. my Next Nike day. Air Maxes or my Converses, I would have been grand. But I w- I'm gonna preface this now. This is my excuse. The wrong trainers, and I was still hungover from New Year's. These are my two excuses. What do you? This was the, this was the seventh 
was too hungover. You just brought up New Year's hangover. This was six or seven days after. What you, how can you say that? I was hungover. To be fair, I did see your Instagram story on New Year's and I was, your activities seemed like it would last a, a, a bit. So that might be actually be a fair exactly i was actually finished like i was very finished like i don't know how i how i woke up to go to church on a sunday is beyond me but i did um but yeah i was finished so that is my excuse wrong trailers and i was hungover okay i was feeling the after effects um, yeah we can wrap it up there are you excited for the last of us i'm so 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 i was this close to replaying the game and i thought don't do that because now i'm going to be stuck in a row i i always end up replaying it the first one like every like six months, I'm like, oh, maybe I should mm. replay it. Like I always end up doing it. Like, I guess you got to replay it when the season is over. I think I will, but I don't want them to um, do The Last of Us 2 as a show because I don't okay, want to see Okay, let's wait. Okay, okay, okay. Jeez, okay, Jesus. I thought you spoiled House of Dragon for me. Um, uh, um, yeah, okay, that's but a good But it's going to be very good. What? It's going to be very good. People should oh, yeah, watch Pedro like Pascal being, being a dad again. Yeah, I mean, like, it's just like, it's going to be good. It's Pedro, yeah, I mean, yes, for you Mando fans, it's Pedro Pascal, it's Craig Mazin, like, the creator of the games is involved, it's HBO. Like, I never, I think by the time this is coming out, the first episode will be out, but like, I never really feared that the show wouldn't be good. Like, I was like, okay, what's the worst you that could happen? What? Like, it'll be okay. It will not be bad. No, because you know what? Even though there's heavy material in this one, it's, I don't have to say, when it comes to like story video games, Despite the fact there's a lot of material there, it's very easy to flunk at it because it should be easy, but then people overthink it, if that makes any sense. So you, you overthink it and mm-hmm. you think, oh, like that. And I think it's, and it also depends on what actors you pick. They picked the two perfect people to play Ellie and Joel. That was perfect. Oh, it's Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal can do no wrong. Um... And Bella Ramsey, that's my sister right there. My Queen of the North. Fair. Fair enough. Um, okay, that's a good point for us to wrap it up. We'll obviously be back in a few weeks. Am I back for it? I don't know yet, but we might be back before our break is over. I talk about a specific show. But if not, we'll be back when our break is over. Anyway, guys, thank you very much for tuning in to listen to this random exclusive episode. And yeah, of course, we'll be joined by the great Daniel Kulia when we're back. Bye, guys. Bye.